Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, the uh, weather picture has not changed a whole lot since the first hour of the show. Uh, Looking at some small uh, shower-type stuff between uh, Donaldsonville and Laplace. It's kind of moving to the northeast, a little bit north of Hammond up there in Tangipahoe. Uh, Washington Parish uh, around Franklinton's getting a little bit of rain and then really kind of dry all the way until you get to Alabama, a little bit north of the Delta. They've got a little bit of rain showers there, but it's kind of spotty, sketchy, uh, nothing to prevent you from getting out and enjoying uh, a good morning of fishing or hunting before the frontal system comes in later this evening and tonight. All right, checking our text messages. Uh, I'm hearing from a good friend, Chris Macaluso. He's headed out to catch some bass. Uh, he had a good trip with our field reporter, Jeff Brule and Todd Masson. That's Marshman Masson. They went Thursday around Lake Bourne. They found trout around Bayou Thomas and the Intercoastal and picked up some nice bass and reds in the marsh around Unknown Pass. Sounds like a good, well-rounded trip with some really good guys. Thanks for that report, Chris. We appreciate it. All right, got some more messages coming in. Uh, this one says, as you know, the hurricane this year hit the Amit River, Blind River, and Lake Marpar pretty hard. Uh, do you know if there's any plans to restock these areas? That's from Cliff. Cliff, uh, the philosophy of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries when they have fish kills due to storms and the water turns over and it's an oxygenation problem, uh, generally they don't restock. Uh, Mother Nature does an excellent, a fantastic job of restocking in pretty short order. So the fishing, I know it's going to pick up there, and I really don't think it would be worth the investment to stock there. I think there would be other areas because that's got enough uh, seed there to to make a, a comeback. Uh, here's one that says, have you ever done any Passover shooting of woodcock? Years ago, we used to do that when they left the woods at dusk to fly to their nighttime roosting area. They would fly in small flocks of up to a dozen. Um, yeah, I know that's an effective way to shoot them, but, you know, to me, the sport of woodcock hunting, it's all about the dogs. Uh, I've got a couple of German shorthair pointers, and, uh, you know, woodcock hold very tightly most of the time. And it's just a great shooting sport because they're in very thick areas, and it's really challenging. I mean, if you added up the amount of meat you got for what you spend on dogs and food and shells and uh, clothing and ammunition, uh, believe me, it'd be a losing proposition. But woodcock is one of my real loves uh, to hunt, and it's really about the dogs. But nothing wrong with doing it the way you do it as long as you do it. Remember now, in the evening, uh, sunset. It's not like a resident game where it's a half hour later. You can't be shooting after sunset, official sunset. All right, we have uh, Deco Farms out of Grand Bay, Alabama. They're heading to Ocean Springs Farmer's Market. 
They do just about every Saturday morning of the year, rain or shine. They listen to us every single Saturday morning for the last four years on the way to the market. Keep up the great work. Come see us at the Ocean Springs Farmer's Market year-round. Headed there now. Happy holidays. Yeah, I'm headed to uh, Alabama. Um, Deco Farms, tell me more about that in Grand Bay. I'll be passing not far from Grand Bay, Alabama, uh, for the Christmas holidays. And if I get a chance, I'll stop in that Ocean Springs Farmer's Market, get some Great bargains at those markets. All right, here's one that says a fish twice this week for bass in Gohagen and Bonfica. Those are bayous that run on the north shore around the Slidell Pearl River area. Uh, this one, Bayou Lacombe, too, is close to Bonfica. Uh, they limited out one day, came close Thursday. Biggest bass, 18 and a half inches. That is a, a lunker for that area. Using swim baits and creature craws, both in the small size is what the fish wanted. The bigger fish were in the deeper holes in two days. Only saw three green wing teal and 12 blue wings. Yeah, duck in, in that area is uh, pretty bleak. All right, uh, that's the text messages. If you've got one, report, comment, question, 504-260-1870. When we come back after this, I'm going to be talking with a guy we call him Born on the Bayou, one Captain Mike Gallo. I got to uh, have a little meal with him out at Southside Cafe this past Monday. We were there passing out Christmas gifts and spreading Christmas cheer and enjoying that new drink called the Jingle Whacker. Oh, you got to try that. All right, Captain Mike's with us. He's going to talk fishing right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Necker. Hey, this is Matt Spiegel, and on my podcast, The PBP, Voices of Baseball, we learn how the best broadcasters in the game, like the Reds' John Sadak, try to capture the greatness of the best players, like Ellie Dela Cruz. He's a video game character. I mean, he is so athletic, and I think each moment is its own living entity, and I try to just match whatever that moment is. The PBP, Voices of Baseball. We bring you the people who bring you the game. Find us on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. It's brought to you by a great sponsor who has an excellent last-minute Christmas gift for the boater on your shopping list. I'm talking about Cito, $179. That will give you a membership for one full year, and it gives you unlimited fuel drops, 24-7 tow-ins, jump starts for electrical problems, whatever it takes to get you back in safe. Cito is like having AAA on the water. They've got peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Believe me, it's peace of mind for you knowing that the person that is out in their boat and you may be concerned about their safety, well, it's just one call away. You can do it at Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or purchase it online at com. Uh, Captain Mike also offers gift certificates for fishing trips and stays at the Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge. And let's get a fishing report from him. He's been a busy guy lately. Captain Mike, how you doing this morning? Good morning, Don. I'm doing just fine. Um, good seeing you at Southside the other day. That's always a good stop to get a good meal, and there's a lot of fishermen hang out in there. Friendly atmosphere, great food. Yes, it is. It's a it's a great place to meet and greet folks and have a good time there. I tell you, they've got one of the most varied menus anywhere, and uh, we're going to be back there on the 27th, so the Monday after Christmas we're going to be back there, and maybe uh, you can stop in there. Before we go get on, we can make plans for our quail hunt that's coming up. But right now, let's talk about fishing, man. we got some decent weather and tide moving today. Where are you going to be fishing today? Well, Don, we've really been concentrating in some of the larger outflows into Lake Bourne. They've all been producing uh, the Wrigley's itself, out by the L&N Bridge, 
Unknown Pass, Bayou Thomas, Miller's Bayou, Catherine Pass. They've all been producing. There's still a, a fair amount of shrimp in Lake Pontchartrain that are being that are being flushed out with the falling tide early in the morning. Wrigley's and Lake Catherine have beautiful live shrimp, so you can pick up some live shrimp. Find you an area where there's some shells on the bottom, sort of anchor. I almost anchor her parallel to the shells, and I cast up current a little bit with a drop shot. Let that sink down, and as you bounce it, you'll feel it hit those shells, and you should get a bite relatively soon. Um, some areas, I'm remembering my last my last trip. We caught seven speckled trout to keep one and i moved a quarter mile another area where i know there's some shells on the bottom and our ratio became catch three and kept keep one so you move around a little bit and you'll you know find the fish that you're looking for nothing really big uh, our trout probably averaged 14 inches we probably measured a third of them but Beautiful fish up to 16 inches and caught some sheephead. Some redfish were mixed in with them. When you fish that live shrimp, everything will eat live shrimp. As usual, when I got the bite going pretty good, we'd mix one guy in with plastic. And it seemed that the smaller plastics really worked well. I was using a Zoom mini fluke on a drop shot, or I was using the Matrix mini. And pink seemed to be the color of choice. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Nice little bait. Yeah, you know, you downsize a little bit as we get into this. But, you know, the thing I'm thinking, we're in winter. I mean, this is Christmas. But, yeah, it's like it's October or, or, or September weather. Uh, how are the fish acting? Are you, still, are you slowing down your presentation? Or are they, are they fooled and just thinking this is an extended summer? Well, our water temperatures are in the... Low 60s, anywhere 60 to say 64, depending on where you are. And the fish are, you know, they're in deep water. I would say all week my fish were caught in 15 to 20 feet of water or even more in some areas where I might be in a a deep hole in a bend of a bayou down to 30 feet. Um, I've heard of some fish being caught in Lake Pontchartrain, which we know is a little shallower. But I've concentrated in those bayous where, you know, I just might know where there's six or eight different shell bottoms in that area. I don't have as much area to cover as trying to fish in, in Pontchartrain. And because there's shrimp still in the lake and shrimp are not structure-related, they're just kind of free-roaming. I think the trout are free-roaming following those shrimp out in Lake Pontchartrain. are just hard to find them. So if I go to a bayou where it's a little narrower and they're using current and the bait being flushed to them, easier for me to find them than look for them in such an open lake. Now, there's there's probably birds, and I've heard of some birds diving on shrimp in Lake Pontchartrain. I just personally find it a little easier to fish in a bayou and sit still and work them over with the shrimp. You know, this is a time of the year where those birds on Pontchartrain sometimes will indicate those big bull red schools. 
The, those reds will school up in Pontchartrain, and the birds will get over them. So a lot of times it's not trout, it's it's reds, but that's kind of happens mostly this time of the year. I would suspect we'd start getting some reports on that. Mike, let me get your opinion on something. I saw where one of the major redfish tournaments, uh, they were either thinking about it, but I think they've already done it. They have outlawed the use of towers on boats for participating in either scouting or fishing their tournaments in Louisiana. And I don't get a lot of information from those groups, so I'm really not sure. But uh, have you ever considered putting a tower on your boat? I mean, that is a huge advantage to get up there, you know, seven, eight feet above and look down to find those reds. And I know sight fishing for reds is a big part of your business. Is it just not worth the obstruction of having it in your boat? Well, I go under a lot of bridges, like we recently talked about. Ah, you know, the yeah, yeah. You know, I go under so many bridges that a tower's not been something that I considered. And there's a lot of redfish in the Biloxi Marsh, and if you learn the marsh well and you have the right conditions, you can see them. I think the further up I get, sure, I can see them better. They can also see me better. So I, I avoid it, but they obviously work. Um, but for those reasons, me going under so many bridges, it does change the center of gravity in your boat. So it's going to make your boat run different. And if you happen to get out there and then the weather gets bad, you might have to take it off to come back or move it, yeah, you know, because you're I, making the bow of the boat heavier. Right. I got a picture of trying to squeeze under the railroad bridge at Miller's Ditch <laughs> with a fishing tower yeah. on your boat. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. Makes sense. Mike, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and get one of those gift certificates so they can send their loved ones fishing, tell them how to do that. Very simple. You can find me on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. My website is AAOfLA.com. We're on social media, Angling Adventures. Or you can use the reliable telephone, which is 985-781-7811. All right, Mike, uh, go get them, and uh, I'll be talking to you on Christmas morning, me, you, and Santa. We'll be chatting next Saturday morning. Sounds good, Don. Looking forward to it. All righty. Take care. Mike Gallo, I'm born on the Bayou field reporter all right coming back after this we got another field reporter jumping up i'm talking about captain eric mohabarak he paddles for his fish ain't got no tower on his kayak i can tell you that we'll also find out about uh, the availability of kayaks that could be a nice nice christmas gift all right we're back with that still got duck reports coming and two bad girls of the outdoors and an enforcement agent from louisiana getting a prestigious award all that's still to come on the outdoors with don dubuque radio network Ah, some of them stroke, some of them pedal. It's a paddler slash pedal report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, and it's a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find stores to shop in mid-city of New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. Some of the best kayak fishing models like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft. You can see it all on their webpage at MasseyOutfitters.com or check them out on Facebook. Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us now. And, Eric, I understand they've got the annual running of the Hobies, or should I say the running out of the Hobie kayaks. They're down to a few. But they just got in some Jackson kayaks. I know you're a Hobie guy. Tell me about the Jacksons. Yeah, yeah um, these are mostly paddle, paddle craft. I do believe they got in a couple of fishing models. Don't quote me on that. 
these are more recreational, but they can also be used for, I'm saying recreational paddling, you know, but also used as fishing kayaks. So it's kind of a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a good thing between both of them. But Jackson makes a fine kayak also. Uh, you know, uh, you can't complain about them. They, they do well. Absolutely. Um, uh, but, you know, like you said, the Hobies are, are running out. I think they got a handful left at each store, you know, at their three locations. So if you want one, you better get it. <laughs> Eric, the fishermen in Pontchartrain, the bay boat guys, have been doing very well over the last few weeks. Uh, how about the paddlers? Well, the paddlers have been doing the same thing, uh, pretty much the same reports of what you've been seeing and hearing. Uh, you know, that South Shore has been producing some good good speckled trout, uh, some good redfish. Um you know, uh, a lot of people are just chasing the birds around when they can see the, when they find the birds and uh, putting a, putting quite a few fish in the boat. You know, you can't can't argue with that. Uh, also, uh, something that's being overlooked, uh, I guess, because of the trout and the redfish so much, has been going on. Uh, man, they are whacking the freshwater catfish out there. Uh, you know, this time of year, always a good time of year to go run the noodles. And uh, you know, any any one of your boat launches along the lake will, will produce them. Just uh, you know, set them out there and start, uh, you know, within an hour to two hours, you'll have an ice chest full of fish. I mean, that's that's how yeah. plentiful they are right now. And they if you want to see noodle, between, you know, huh? I was I was going to say if they wanted to see that noodle fish, and we got that uh, back issue episode of Bayou Wild TV. Of course, we did it in the river, but you can do it kind of the same way in some of those areas. But, yeah, this is a great time for catfish because they move out of the freshwater rivers and bayous into Pontchartrain, so in the Pontchartrain yeah. proper. What is your favorite yeah. bait for catfishing? I'm not talking about noodling. If you're just using oh. a rod and reel. Well, the, uh, the, the, the herring, uh, like Martha caught a herring the other day, that, that skipjack herring, that would uh-huh. be the best bait that we've come across uh, as far as getting them. And uh, we catch those at Seabrook on Sabiki rigs. So uh, yeah. you can get them that way, and, and that seems to be right. for noodling and on rod and reel also. Uh, but what I wanted to say, you had mentioned something about the clams earlier in the, in the, in the uh, right. dogri coming in. The uh-huh. lake. Well, that's what the catfish are feeding on right now in the lake. When you uh, when you when you clean the catfish, their bellies will be full of those little bitty clams. You know, I'll so they, they, it's every year you, they do it. Yep, that's what they feed on. I'll tell you another bait. My top bait for catfish. All right, I'm gonna say this low because I don't want too many people to hear. Duck livers, duck livers. Well, yeah, the, yeah. yeah <laughs> if you know any duck bit, hunters that don't that. use, if duck hunters don't use the livers, ask them for them. Believe me, I don't know what it is, but a catfish runs yeah. a long way to get a hold of a duck. Chicken livers are good too, but duck livers number one. Yep, they are. They are pretty good, definitely. Yeah, I think they're a little bit more bloody than a chicken liver. Yeah, they got more flavor, I guess, a little stronger. Yeah. Uh, what about over on your your side of the river? Some people call it the best bank or the west bank of the Mississippi. What's going on over yeah. there? Well, man, I'm sure you've heard from many guides up and down the river that they have absolutely been destroying the speckled trout. It seems as if from Myrtle Grove all the way down to Venice, they've been just whacking them. And, uh, you know, I've been putting quite a few in the kayak myself. We're, we're, that's what we're having for Christmas dinner, a big speckled trout dinner. And uh, nice. I just can't can't say, you know, enough about the fishing here. Um, you know, it's just one after the other, actually. You know, I had a great topwater bite the other morning. 
Um, you know, that was, you know, I ended up catching eight out of 15 strikes on a, on a, on a top water. And that's about 15%, you know, or, I mean, 50% of your, your hookups on, on top water, but uh, it's truly phenomenal. You can get live bait at several locations, the Delta, uh, 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 Myrtle Grove has live bait. If you want to use the live bait, of course, that works top of the vest, you know, uh, of, of baits. But plastics, they're hitting everything under popping cork. Any kind of shrimp imitation or uh, thrown under popping cork work good. Um, I just can't say enough about how, how good the speckled trout fishing has been down here on the west side of the river. You know, Eric, uh, the spots that were damaged, Grand Isle, uh, Leeville, a lot of devastation from Hurricane Ida. The good news for the paddlers is you don't need a lot of infrastructure. You just kind of slip in off the side of the road. And this time of the year, wintertime, those fish come in close. What's the reports coming down from that area? Yeah. I've been getting some good ones out of Leeville. Uh, mixed bags, you know, some good trout, some good red fishing. Uh, and like you said, just throwing it off the road. Uh, one thing I will say is that make sure you bring everything with you. I think that's been uh, put out there enough that people should know that because you ain't going to get it if you, you can't if you don't have it uh, make sure your tank's full of gas when you get down there because you ain't getting you got to get back up you know so uh, but yeah it's really good just throwing throwing off the road and uh be careful where you park at you know kind of pull off the road a little bit extra more don't get yourself stuck to nothing but you know give give them trucks some some room going up and down that highway Absolutely. Good advice. All right, Eric, if somebody wants to get a gift certificate for Christmas to for a kayak trip, which is a great way to learn yeah. kayak fishing and also find out if you're going to buy a kayak, some of the things you'd be looking for in one, they can go out on a trip with you. Uh, they can find you on my webpage, but how about your website and telephone number? Yeah, well, you can find me on the Facebook, the Louisiana Kayak Company, also on Instagram, the Louisiana Kayak Company. And like you said, the easiest way to get in contact with me to get that information is 504-313-8292. All right, Captain Merrick, have a very Merry Christmas, and we'll be talking to you on New Year's Day. And uh, enjoy those speckled trolls you got coming, too. All right. Merry Christmas, Don. Y'all have a great one. Thank you very much. Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Company. All right, we come back. I'm going to tell you about a really good guy, a Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries enforcement agent who was recognized for a lot of hard work. And we're going to talk about some bad girls of the outdoors. Your favorite feature, it's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. I got a text message in from our Alabama friend, David Hubble of Hubble's Hearth. Check him out. Uh, He says, good morning. Hoping you, your family, Martha, Chris, all your viewers and listeners have a great, safe, Merry Christmas next weekend. He's going to be making melaton soup with shrimp for Christmas Eve and melaton casserole with crab and shrimp for Christmas Day. Of course, all local seafood and melaton. Sounds good, David. Sounds good. And thanks for the wishes. All right. I want to congratulate uh, Sergeant Tim Fox of Metairie. He was recognized as this year's National Association of State Boating Law Administrators Boating Law Enforcement Officer of the Year for Louisiana. Uh, Tim has been an agent for over 14 years. He patrols the waterways in southeast Louisiana. He's a boating safety instructor, certified drug recognition expert, instructor for standard field sobriety, instructor for seated battery, and is currently training to be an intoxilizer instructor. Congratulations to a great guy we can be proud of, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Sergeant Tim Fox of Metairie. And right after this 10-second pause, you're going to hear about a couple of bad girls on right here after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. 
Well, our story starts back on October 9th. A guy named Theodore Shumway and two of his buddies were black bear hunting with dogs in the 26,000-acre Groton State Forest in Vermont. But when the dogs treed a bear on private property, they retrieved the hounds and left the bear in the tree. That bear knew what he was doing. (laughs) When they arrived at their truck, they found Donna Babick and Betty Eastman flattening his tires. Apparently, these two chicks didn't go for bear hunting. And following a brief argument, one of the women released a German shepherd, which proceeded to attack one of the leased-up hounds that required a trip to the veterinary. Vermont State Troopers arrived on the scene of the Malay, and after a Vermont game warden investigation, he found the hunters properly licensed, permitted, and acting within the law. He also cited Miss Babick and Miss Eastman for interfering with hunting, and they were fined $262 each and loss of license privilege for fishing, hunting, and trapping for a year. I don't know how much of that they're going to use. Donna Babick and Betty Eastman of Groton, Vermont, are bad girls of the outdoor. Now, Louisiana and many other states, it's not often used, but there is an uh, interfering with hunting or fishing. You can be cited for that if you're disrupting someone's legal activity. And uh, these two chicks uh, didn't like the idea of bear hunting and uh, ended up in, uh, well, 262 bucks each, not not a fortune. All right, we come back after this. Let's see if we can get some uh, duck hunting reports. Uh, we're going to check in with Ryan Lambert over there at Cajun Fishing Adventures. He's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, let's see if he's throwing plastic or firing steel shot this morning. Uh, Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Ryan, where might you be this morning? Still at the lodge, buddy. We're gonna um, we're gonna go out at nine o'clock. We got a five tenths negative tide at eight thirty seven. So we'll slide out there at nine o'clock, and kill them on the incoming tide. Yeah, no sense it's, trying to fight those low tides. That's for sure. No, you know you get out there and get stuck first thing in the morning, or or you know there's just too much could go wrong, and the birds don't like it. You know they only in certain spots, but there are a ton of birds. Um, well, let me we let me. Let me quote what is in the official flyover report. This is the lowest December duck estimate for South Louisiana in 20 years. However, the majority of ducks in southeast were seen in the marshes at the mouth of the Mississippi River, where also a few hundred snow geese were also observed, and noteworthy concentrations of divers uh, in the Gulf of Mexico in that area. So you've got just about all the birds in southeast Louisiana, and it's not enough to even make a dent in the total, you know, but you're very fortunate uh-huh. where you are, and you got the feed down there. That's the key. Yeah, those duck potatoes, all those those shallow ponds with, with the, the duck potatoes. The duck potatoes are dead on top, but those roots are there, and that's what they eat. Now I'm talking about they are there about a thousand. Oh, my goodness. I mean, everything. I mean, you go, you've, we've been fishing that all week, and the, the, the pintails and the, the canvas backs flying over. It's so pretty. It's hard to fish when it's like that, but it's okay. I, I know uh, what you're talking about. But uh, the fishing was off the charts this week. We had power pulled down all week. We had, well, we had 35 people every day. And I think everybody on the trip caught a personal best redfish. I mean, it, it was it was really good. The trout, sheep heads, my word, they got some sheep heads. Um, you know, it's just whatever you want, you know, just go get it. The trout are biting on the incoming tide pretty good. The reds, you know, the reds, you can sight fish them. The water's pretty, or you can fish them with shrimp under a cork or whatever. You know, I've sight fished all week. You know, I'm sight fishing 40-something-inch fish. That's fun to do. 
that's good stuff. <laughs> so how are your bookings for the uh, second and third splits uh, for the duck season if somebody wants to get down there? Because maybe their lease or the place where they hunt is really down and they want to get in at least some action this season. Well, the second split is booked up. But the third, I did not book because there's so much negative tides. We got some tide in there, negative 1.1. But what, I, what I'm going to do, I'm either going to figure out how to hunt them on the open bay or I can hunt in the evening if people want to go. So if people want to work with me, I'll book them and we'll kill some birds. But it, it won't be a traditional hunt where you go out there before daylight and, and, and hit them at daylight. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be go at low tide and get out there and wait for the tide to come in or hunt the evening or go hunt the bay. I can do that, but I didn't book it because of that because I want to make sure that I can do what I want to do before I, I book it. You know, I'm I'm all about giving people a good hunt. Oh, I know that. On those open bay hunts, how are you planning on setting up for that? A lot of diving decoys and a big spread and the pop-up blinds or, or what? A, a big spread, and, and it depends. If, if the wind is blowing good, then you can hunt big coves. If uh, it's not blowing, then you have to just, just hunt out there in open water. And, uh, you know, my blinds, I can just peg them down in that air, you know. So right. we'll go out with, with the big boats and set it up and then just bring the people and put them in them, you know. But uh, I think we have some big coves that we can hunt, and I think that's what we're going to do. You know, and I can well, do glad. that on both sides. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm glad you all enjoyed that good week of fishing this week with this weather, but, boy, we got a change coming. Tomorrow's going to be a north wind, and it's going to be pushing pretty hard. How do you figure that's going to change the fishing tactics? Um, it, it really won't because it's not going to last. It's going to blow a couple of days, and then, then we're right back to this again. So uh, I, think, I think tomorrow and then Tuesday we'll have a blow, and then, you know, we'll take off two days for Christmas and come back on a 26. In the evening of the 26th, I didn't want everybody at the lodge at Christmas night, so they'll drive in the day after, and we'll start again. There's no rest for the weary around here, so yeah, we'll we'll crank it back up. So uh, we'll just keep hunting, and, and that, the tides will go negative for the last two days of the, this split, and then uh, after that, we'll just we'll play with those negative tides. You know, we just do what we got to do, but we're gonna kill birds. I got a lot of people wanting hunts. You know that I haven't booked them yet, so I got to really get on it, start booking them up, and, and you know figure out how I'm gonna kill these birds because I got a lot of birds. I know you do. Well, good, good deal. All right. Well, so um, where are you gonna be next next week on Christmas Day? You're gonna be with us, or you're gonna be uh, out in the marsh with a, a sleigh and sled, or what? What are you doing? I'll be at home. That's a big day for. Uh, if you'd see my house, you know what Christmas is all about. I think I have about a hundred Christmas trees at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen's got like two ten footers, and then after that, she's got she's big on Christmas, buddy. I mean, in my son room, my, my keeping room right now, because I have three families living with me. You can hardly walk in there. There's so many presents. So I'll be home <laughs> cooking pancakes for breakfast on Christmas morning. That's a tradition. I cook pancakes for breakfast morning when all the kids wake up and all that. So we'll be at home, and you call and we'll. I guess you're gonna work Christmas, huh? Absolutely. We we do 52 shows a year. We'll be New Year's Day and Christmas Day. I wouldn't well, I'll be miss there my with you, uh, radio family. Good deal. We'll be looking forward to it. And good luck today. Shoot straight and hope you all get a bunch, my friend. All right, partner. Shoot away, too.
Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say. All right, there he All goes, right. our plastic man, uh, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right, well, from the eastern most part of Louisiana, we head out to the southwest and check out the duck hunting situation and the fishing over in Big Lake with Captain Kirk Stansel. Hackberry Rod and Gun is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And it's the opening day of the second split of the Louisiana duck seasons in both zones. And the report from southwest Louisiana says 874,000 birds, although not a record low for the region. The only time in the last 20 years with fewer birds was 2004 with 842,000. However, there are going to be some bright spots among that where there are concentrations of birds. Let's hope Captain Kirk Stencil and his hunters from Hackberry Rod and Gun are in the middle of some ducks. Kirk, what's going on? You in the duck blind yet? Well, yeah, we're in the duck blind. In fact, the dog's bringing one back right now. We have three. We've had it's fog. It's real foggy this morning, so uh, the we've had like three or four opportunities, but ducks that were close enough, but they uh, slipped by us. Yeah, is it so thick that it's one of those days where you hear wings, but you don't see them until it's too late? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and uh, we've, we've had a few birds that we've seen during the split here. You know, of course, this morning's the first morning, uh, and it's foggy. It's not the perfect condition, but uh, there's some birds around. Yeah, when that fog lifts, you might you certainly get a little bit more yeah, action. Yeah, I hope it uh, lifts. Golly, they're talking 10 o'clock or later before the fog lifts. Ooh, wow. That's a long day to spend in the blind, but I, I would stick it out if I had to. Hey, um, oh, yeah. as We're far as the, yeah, as far as tomorrow now, that's going to be a whole different day. They're talking about north winds pushing through after the front comes yeah, through. Yeah, we're tonight. supposed to have 20-plus uh, mile, mile an hour winds tomorrow, you know, at front coming through. Uh, we're going to get lucky today and miss the rain. It's supposed to come in in the afternoon and then be out by tomorrow morning, so we should have a good day tomorrow. Do you guys have any problem this time of year with, with tides where you can't get to your areas when it's real low and oh, no, fronts no, come through? Oh, no, no, not at all. We, we hunt impoundments. You know, we can control our water. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Well, tell me how the fishing's going to go. We talked about the blast part. How about the casting? What's going on? Most of the well, states you know, enjoying some good fall fishing. It, it's been good. Uh, you know, no, uh, during the split, we all took off. You know, we did different things, kind of got away from what we normally do. Uh, but a couple of guys went fishing on their own, and they still they caught some flounder. That's some big flounder. I'm talking five and six pounders back behind those weirs, which was open during the split of duck season. But when waterfowl season's uh, open, that refuge closes. So uh, the, the channel run is, you know, it's dwindling down. But they really caught a bunch there. And the trout have been uh, really good in the north end from Turner's Bay all the way up to Lake Charles. That's great. Then what pattern y'all been using? Using live bait, artificials, combination? Uh, using both. You can catch them on both. Uh, depends on your skill set. Uh, you know, if, if you're an artificial fisherman, you can catch plenty of fish on artificial up there. And uh, throwing quarter-ounce jigs at about six, eight foot of water up off the channel edges is where the fish have been. And uh, shoot, that uh, mirror lure, uh, Little John's been, been the hot bait. Oh, yeah, I love to catch them on that, man. That is fantastic yeah. action. Well, Kirk, uh, look, sounds like things are going good, and uh, I know you guys sell gift certificates. If somebody wants to give somebody uh, the, one of the best gifts they can get, and that's the gift of going fishing or hunting, uh, tell them how to that's get right. a, a Hackberry uh, gift certificate. Okay, they can call us toll-free. It's 888-762-3391. 
and check out our website, hackberryrodandgun.com. And we put, put, put pictures daily. You can see what, we're, uh, what ducks we're shooting, fish we're catching, all that. Got everything you need, lodging, all the That's equipment, right. everything's provided. Right. What a great operation. Food, we got it all. Yeah, good stuff, too. Good food. All right, Kirk, uh, we'll see you next time. Good luck on the fishing and the hunting, and we're looking forward to our trip. Unfortunately, our Miss Louisiana uh, came in like a runner-up in the Miss America contest, but she's still a top in Miss Lu- in Louisiana, so we'll be having fun with her fishing and hunting down at your place. I look forward soon. to meeting her and seeing you okay, as well. Kirk. Okay, you guys be safe, and we'll right. catch you next time. Hey, there he goes, Captain. Yes, sir. Captain Kirk Stancil, Hackberry, Rod and Gun. Check them out. Got a great lodge, big kitchen where everybody gathers in the morning, get some great food, great meal when they come back. They clean the fish. They'll pick the ducks for you. That's living in South Louisiana, I can tell you that. All right, well, it's about time to wrap up. Hey, I want to invite everybody to come back Christmas Day. Uh, me and Santa are going to be here at St. Hubert's and uh, finding out what you got, all your shiny new toys, your rods and your reels and your kayaks and your boats and your guns and all that stuff you need uh, to get out and enjoy the great outdoors. Don't forget uh, catfishing. If you want to take part in that, go to Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries website. Got some great opportunities for you there. If you're going to do some hunting, be very safe. Spend some time with the ones you love. This is the holiday season. It is absolutely the best time of the year. We'll see you next week on a hopefully very Merry Christmas right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.